Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 149 of the Attractions Podcast. I'm Seth. Uh, my usual co-host, Carly, is off in Paris and cannot join us today because of weak Wi-Fi. Uh, but I'm here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more. Um, and you know what? Uh, I had a very quiet week at home just working on the unofficial guide. So we are going to jump straight into the news in the queue. All right, starting out with news, Disney Cruise Line's 2023 itineraries are going to include some holiday fun, like spectacular surprises and holiday cheer. Um, so uh, cruise lines are coming back with Christmas and holiday. Halloween on the high seas is going to run mid-September through October of 2023. Um, and uh, Very Merry Time Cruises is going to be early November through December 2023. Uh, and these are going to be taking place out of uh, California, uh, New York, and Florida, including for the first time ever Fort Lauderdale. Um, so you can find details on all of our, those itineraries online on our website or at disneycruise.disney.go.com. Uh, Universal Orlando is offering a free day with the purchase of a two-day, two-part ticket for Florida and Georgia residents right now. Um, if you are looking uh, for a little buy-to-get-one-free action, uh, if you have a uh, driver's license for Florida or Georgia, um, the ticket starts uh, at a base price of $169 per person. Uh, there are some limited blackout days, but you can buy it now through September 28th. Uh, you can use it up through December 15th, um, and you don't have to use it consecutively. The usual 14-day uh, fuse does not apply. Um, you can add in park-to-park -park access for starting at $217.99, and you can add on a day at Volcano Bay for $25. Uh, so that's a pretty decent deal if you are uh, looking for a trip to Universal, uh, especially since Horror Nights is coming up quickly. Uh, that starts on September 7th through October 31st. If you're looking for more information about Universal Orlando, check universalorlando.com. Uh, I don't even know if I really want to talk about this one, but okay, we will. Uh, NFT collections, Disney NFT collections, uh, non-fungible tokens, for those of you who are not into investing on, in uh, imaginary things in the blockchain. Uh, Disney's getting in on this for Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, these are going to drop on, well, I guess these did drop on July 17th and July 18th. Uh, there is a uh, Disneyland collection of resort posters from the 1950, uh, 1955 through uh, 59. Uh, these were available through the VV app for iOS and Android. Um, they had, I mean, 
they look great. Uh, I would love to have it as a physical poster. Um, list price was about 50 bucks uh, starting for these. Um, I am not even going to bother telling you what they are trading for now because um, I could do a long episode on, on my personal feelings of MF NFTs and no one really needs to hear that. Uh, but these are a thing now. Um, so if you are into uh, looking for these, uh, they are also being offered for purchase via blind box so that's adding in my least favorite kind of uh video game transaction and uh secondary marketing fees if you want to resell one of these it looks like a 6.6 .6 licensor fee will be applied to disney sales in the secondary market uh in addition to the existing vv 2.5 secondary market fee um i don't pretend to understand all this uh and what i do understand i not particularly crazy about but if you want more information on this uh, we have on our our website links to some medium.com posts uh, that explains a little bit more so good luck with that okay next up universal studios japan has announced their full Halloween Horror Nights lineup. Uh, the full event is back, and they've both got scary experiences and family-friendly experience, family experiences this year. Uh, they took a year off. Last year was abbreviated, but this year, uh, USJ has, has, has HHN back in full effect. Uh, they call it their No Limit Halloween event that kicks off on September 8th, runs through November 6th. Um, not quite as big as what we have in Orlando. They've got uh, uh, four haunted attractions. Um, but uh, this year, uh, the haunted mazes they've announced are Universal Monsters, Legends of Fear. Uh, it's going to have Dracula, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein. Sounds a little familiar to some stuff we're getting here. Uh, Biohazard the Extreme. Uh, if you don't know, Biohazard is the Japanese name for the Resident Evil video games. So this one's going to take you back to Raccoon City uh, from the... Uh, classic uh second and third resident evils um and then cult of chucky uh from the child's play movies uh he's gonna have uh his own maze um the haunted entertainment at usj that looks really interesting to me is sherlock holmes the curse of the rose sword uh they're calling it horror theater and an immersive experience so uh based on the famous detective so that could be interesting uh, they've also got street zombies and a zombie dance party, as well as uh, being able to ride Hollywood the Dream, uh, Hollywood Dream the Ride. That's their roller coaster uh, uh, to ride it with the Rat Tat Tat song. Uh, uh, you 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 can let me know what exactly that is. Um, but uh, if you want something a little less scary uh, during the day, you can see Sanrio characters uh, like Hello Kitty. Uh, and universal characters like the minions dressed up in holiday costumes. Um, and there's free trick-or-treating all day uh, before 5 p.m. Uh, you just have to go up to a crew member wearing an orange jack-o'-lantern shoulder bag and say trick-or-treat. And uh, you can get free candy no matter what your age. So uh, lots of fun stuff if you can make it over to USJ. Uh, that's usj.co dot jp for their website okay uh also in halloween news howl o scream is returning to SeaWorld orlando 
with some new additions and returning favorites. Uh, they launched in 2021 with really great success. I, I got to say they they picked up some talented folks uh, from Universal's Halloween Horror Nights and really uh, put on a good show. Um, this year is going to have more roller coasters, more scare zones, uh, more frights. Um, there's going to be an all new show called Lurking in the Depths. Uh, I thought the show last solid, last time was really solid. Uh, new scare zones called Sea of Fear and Cutthroat Cave. Um, they are going to reimagine the captain's revenge house. Um, and they are going to make some modifications to the Longshoreman's Tavern. Uh, if you missed out on that one, that is a must-see. Um, it is like a streetmosphere uh, act gone wrong. They have some uh, some really talented improv comedians doing uh, very inappropriate humor uh, out in the bar. And uh, I can't wait for them to make that bigger and better. Um, if you liked the Beneath the Ice uh, Haunted House last time, that is coming at back. I thought that was a really solid house. Um, but you are also going to be able to ride the Icebreaker roller coaster, which is right across from where that uh, house is located. Um, in addition to Icebreaker, uh, I think Mako and Manta should also be available during the evening. Um, this event's running September 9th through the 30, 31st. Um, and uh, the tickets start at $29.99, which uh, is considerably less than uh, the gate price over at Universal's Halloween event. Um, but uh, this sale runs out today. So if you're listening on the 24th as I'm broadcasting that, uh, head on over to SeaWorld.com uh, or you might end up paying a little bit more. Um, okay. Next up, this is some serious news. Uh, this kind of made national news. There is a new chaperone policy in effect uh, as of this past weekend at Knott's Berry Farm. And I think some other parks are going to be taking a look at this around the country after something that happened uh, last night at Universal Orlando. Uh, first, the Knott's news. Uh, as a result of an early park closure on July 16th that was due to, quote, unruly behavior and altercations involving a number of teenagers, Knott's Berry Farm has now implemented a new chaperone policy effective uh, July 22nd. Uh, this chaperone policy uh, basically says that uh, if you are age 17 years or younger, you must be accompanied in the park uh, by a chaperone who is at least 21 years uh, or older, they must present a valid ID with date of birth. One chaperone can accompany no more than three guests, and the chaperones must stick with their guests the entire time uh, and be available by phone throughout their stay. Uh, guests aged 17 years or younger who are found inside the park uh, un unaccompanied by a chaperone will be subject to expulsion. Uh, this applies to Knott's Berry Farm uh, and Knott's Soak City Water Park. Um, and this is an effect on Fridays and Saturdays only until further notice. Um, basically, what happened was uh, there was a big fight among underage patrons inside Knott's Berry Farm. Um, there was, uh, as far as I know, no, no firearms, no uh, serious injuries or deaths, but it did cause quite a bit of chaos. Um, and 
you know, it's it's kind of a, a trend uh, that's, you know, just at least anecdotally, we've been hearing about a lot uh, lately. Um, so the Knots uh, response is um, they I guess they must be kind of analyzing what's happening. And Knots has the cheapest annual pass prices um, of any of the parks in that area. Uh, so if you have a teenager uh, it's a great way to babysit them on a Friday or Saturday is to uh, dump them off at a theme park with their annual pass. You know, you, you could get one of those knots passes for, you know, a hundred something bucks. Um, and, uh, you know, these kids, they've been on the rides a million times. They're not really there to see Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Um, I'm sorry, Crazy Kirk. Uh, they're there. They're there to, you know hang out with other kids and mess around and uh, see how much trouble that they can get in, just like teenagers always had. Um, my day growing up in New Jersey, uh, people did that at the mall. Um, but, you know, there's there isn't national news when there's a fight at the mall. Uh, there is national news when there's a fight at a theme park, uh, especially one as, as big and popular as Knott's Berry Farm. So uh, if you are taking your family to the park. If you are a single parent and you have more than three children, um, I guess you are not visiting Knott's Berry Park on a Friday or Saturday. So keep that in mind for your uh, vacation plans. Uh, in, in addition to uh, establishing this chaperone policy, they're also reiterating uh, firearms, ammunition, knives, weapons of any kind are not allowed. Disruptive uh, behavior is not allowed. Fighting and aggression is not, not allowed. All the usual golden rules, all the stuff that you should have learned in kindergarten. Um, but hopefully um, having some more parents uh, there will uh, cut back on this. Now, I mentioned a connection to Universal. Uh, I do not have an article for this because this just happened last night. Um, my understanding was uh, there was an incident involving um, some uh, teenagers and a, a non-lethal weapon, uh, like a pepper spray. Um, and there were either sounds uh, that were uh, mistakenly thought to be gunshots or someone is a prank uh, or, you know, mistakenly told people there were gunshots. This happened at the City Walk area, and it basically caused uh, panic and a commotion. And um, as far as I know, the again, no deaths, no serious injuries. Um, I'm not aware of any arrests. Uh, but yes, uh, my understanding, this was all set off uh, uh, over a pepper spray. Um, and it was uh, more of a prank or a... Uh, you know, a non-lethal argument. Uh, it was not a terrorist attack. It, there was not an active shooter. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, not, not um, yeah, not chaperone. Um, yeah, so it's a lot to it's a lot to wrap your brain around. Uh, you know, we it's you if if you're a parent uh, and you read the news, uh, you might feel like. I don't want my kid going to school because school isn't safe. Something might, bad might happen at school. Um, and uh, and now you think, well, <laughs> we'll be safe at a theme park. Um, theme parks are statistically about the safest 
place you can be. Just like uh, air, airplanes are still statistically the safest way that you can travel, um, but uh, it doesn't make these kind of instances any less frightening or disturbing or uh, you know damaging when they are spread all over the internet. So um, keep your eyes open, uh, stay aware. Uh, the best advice you know I can give is whenever you're traveling, whenever you're a tourist anywhere in the world. If you're a theme park, you're in a city, you're in a rural area, um, keep your head up, uh, know where your surroundings are and know where your, your friends and your family are. Um, you know, and, uh, I know it's easy to go on vacation mode and vacation brain and just turn your brain off and expect, uh, you know, everything to be taken care of. But, um, uh, yes, parks do need to supply security. Um, uh, you know, parks need to have trained people who know what they're doing. Uh, but we we all have to do our part too by um, you know being aware and being careful and um, and monitoring the people around us. And if someone who you're hanging out in a group with is getting out of hand, um, you know, better call them out before things go too far than uh, you wind up in you know the jail underneath Cinderella Castle. Okay, I've said enough about that. Let's move on to something happier. Wonder Woman Flight of Courage is now open at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Uh, July 16th was the official debut of the newest uh, ride, and it's actually the 20th roller coaster. Uh, that is the most roller coasters in any one theme park at a time ever uh definitely makes magic mountain the thrill capital of the world um so this one is the world's tallest and longest single rail coaster uh it is the uh nicknamed the raptor rail by rmc um and it is unique because it's a single file coaster car where you straddle basically the rail uh your your legs are right uh, on the center line of that rail, and it allows it to make incredibly tight turns, uh, maneuvers and flips uh, that you just can't do in, in a, a wider train uh, or a, you know a standard double rail. Um, here's your stats: 13 stories, 87 degree first drop, 58 mile an hour, uh, 3,300 feet of track, um, three inversions uh watch the um the povs this is a crazy one um our friend uh eric o i know got to ride it uh on one of the first days and he said it was legit um so i personally have yet to visit six flags magic mountain uh one of these days uh i'm gonna be there and this will definitely be on my list of must do's um there are other wonder woman uh rides uh there was another one built earlier at another six flags uh with a similar design but this is much larger longer than anything they've uh they've done with the style before so i'm excited for more of these uh monorail coasters to come around the country something else coming around the country are more uh flying rides uh if you've been on soren and uh california adventure or Epcot, uh, you know how popular that attraction style is, and Pigeon Forge now has a fly ride, uh, they're calling a technotainment attraction, uh, now at the Tennessee Entertainment Center. Um, 
Uh, it's similar to Soren, but a little different. It uses a, uh, instead of a um, spherical screen, it's more of a torus-shaped screen. Um, but it's got wind, mist, sense, motion. Um, and the uh, attraction that they have, the film takes uh, you over 22 of America's most awe-inspiring national landmarks. Um, they, uh, they had the first fly ride out in Branson, and uh, this is a, a par partnership with Sim Iwerks, uh, which are, you know, those guys are well known for doing uh, motion simulator uh, films throughout the years. Uh, if you are in the area, you can find this as part of Beyond the Lens Entertainment Center. Uh, it's in their new expansion that they call Hangar X. Uh, it's uh, got uh, 4K projections. It's got a 60-foot screen, and uh, tickets cost 20 bucks for an adult or 15 for kids. Uh, and you can get a combo pack uh, with the uh, the behind the lens exhibit, which has got some interactives and VR and escape games. Um, so, I uh, you know paying 20 bucks for one ride uh, might seem bad uh, until you think. Uh, you're paying 20 bucks for Genie Plus and you might only be getting Soren and one other attraction uh, on your lightning lane. Uh, and then you got to add in the park ticket on top of that. Um, I did uh, not from this brand, but from another company, a uh, Soren knockoff in Vegas recently. And I got to say, I was really impressed. It, um, you know, the technology has come a long way. Uh, uh, the, the video quality has come a long way. Um, you know, nothing's ever going to beat the original Soren over California, probably. But uh, some of these new ones uh, give it a run for its money. So if you're, you've liked those kind of uh, attractions, check out beyondthelens.com slash pigeonforge. Okay. If you are a fan of Barbie, uh, or maybe just a fan of the upcoming Barbie movie, uh, maybe that's got you on the bandwagon. The World of Barbie attraction has made its global debut. Uh, it opened on July 22nd, the first installation in Canada. Uh, this is a partnership between uh, entertainment company Kilburn Live and Mattel. Uh, and in the Mississauga, uh, Ontario, I completely destroyed that lovely First Nation uh, name. And I apologize deeply. Um, but I'm a little, my tongue is a little tired this morning. That's in Ontario. It's a mall, uh, square one. And, uh, it is a 30,000 square foot, uh, world of Barbie exhibit, uh, that takes you through the entire, uh, universe of Barbie's 250 careers that she's had going all the way back to 1959. Uh, basically this is a walk through, a uh, very photogenic, selfie-filled uh, exhibit um, where you get to experience all of Barbie's different lifestyles and uh, uh, homes, uh, starting with her Barbie dream house, of course. Uh, it's got a patio. It's got a ball pool pit. Uh, you can go wild uh, on her camper van um, that was built out by uh, West Coast Customs. They're very famous car customizers. Uh, Barbie's Interstellar Airways, which uh, is kind of like a space shuttle simulator for Barbie. Okay. Uh, there's a music production studio, a TV center, a fashion runway, a design studio, uh, a laboratory. So scientist Barbie can um, 
you know, play with her microscopes. Uh, and, uh, and even an exclusive Barbie a Dream Builder, which is a $65 kit that allows you to create your own customized Barbie set, selecting from uh, dozens of dolls, fashions, and accessories. Uh, there's a World of Barbie Museum, of course, showing the character's evolution throughout the years. Um, and, uh, and of course, <laughs> each, uh, each street in the area, uh, sort of like a walk of fame is, uh, named after a different character. So there's Barbie Boulevard, Ken Lane, Daisy Drive, Nikki Avenue, and don't forget Skipper Street. Um, I'm sure you're going to be real hungry. So, uh, you'll want to stop by the world of Barbie cafe for some sweet treats, um, you're going to need online reservations for this. Uh, the uh, adult tickets to this cost $33 and go up to $52.50, depending on what day of the week it is. Uh, kids tickets up to 13 uh, range from $24 to $52.50 also. Uh, so not a big discount for the kids. Uh, we know who this exhibit is really for. Um, but it, hey, at least infants under 12 are free. Um, there, of course, uh, you got to get a timed entry admission. Uh, there are VIP admissions. Um, you can find out all about this at theworldofbarbie.com. Um, and you might want to put on some, uh, some rose colored glasses first because the pink might burn out your retina. Uh, next up, this is one weird story. Icon Park has paused and is redesigning their new wheels shooting game after some serious social media backlash. Uh, you know, you would think Icon Park after the uh, tragic, horrible uh, death of a patron on the drop tower, uh, you know, not that long ago, that they would try to avoid anything the least bit controversial you know just keep it family friendly um but they installed about a month ago a new game which allowed guests to shoot uh laser guns at targets uh while riding the observation wheel um and needless to say this did not go over great uh twitter told them this was not the smartest idea uh in an age of uh, frequent mass shootings and uh, people getting shot by the cops for having a gun in the public and all sorts of reasons why um, this was maybe not th the greatest idea. Um, now, granted, we do have lots of attractions throughout uh, the Orlando parks, uh, such as, as some people pointed out, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. Um, where uh, you are using a gun to interact with an attraction. Um, but I, I would say that on pretty much all those that I can think of, uh, Buzz Lightyear, Men in Black, uh, uh, you are, first of all, the gun is clearly not a, a real gun. It is not, it is not black. It is not really gun shaped. It is clearly a fantasy science fiction thing that does not look like any real gun. It is also firmly attached with a cord to the ride vehicle and you are in inside an enclosed environment, um, you know, facing right at the targets you're supposed to be facing, not facing at 
other human beings. Um, it, you know, we, we go to the uh, shooting gallery in Frontierland um, and you, you know, that you hold the gun, yes, but you stand right up against the counter and you aim at the targets. You don't aim across a parking lot uh, at uh, targets and possibly have other human beings standing in between you and the targets uh, that, oh, you're not shooting at them. You're just shooting past them at that target. Well, um, yeah, there I can see why um, people did not think this was the smartest idea. Um, uh, to their credit, uh, after a short period of backlash, um, Icon Park released a statement saying that the Bullseye Blast game satisfied guests who enjoy gaming, arcades, and virtual reality. From capsules, guests use a toy infrared uh, device to complete and hit round colorful targets on rooftops. The experience was thoroughly tested and well-received by guests during a process spanning many months. Some non-guests and community members expressed that they considered the toy shooting device to be insensitive. The attractions industry has many similar games which use similar shooting devices, so that is what we were limited to when exploring the game. However, we believe that a device can and should be designed which does not offend anyone in the community. We look forward to leading this new innovation. Um, uh, to which uh, Lance Hart uh, over at Screamscape mentioned, uh, if you just made these look like they were cameras, uh, and you're look, taking a picture instead of a gun, maybe people wouldn't complain as much. Um, maybe so. Um, we actually have a video on our web, our, our YouTube channel, so you can see what this was all about, because you're not going to see it now. It's been pulled. Um, and maybe it'll come back in a different form in the future. Uh, perhaps not. I'll be perfectly honest, um, unless, I don't know, maybe you bought some sort of annual pass and you've been on that wheel a thousand times, I, I think the experience of just going up and around and seeing all this, let that be enough. Like, um, there's narration, you can learn about the history and the, what the different things are that you can see from there. And, um, you know, I, I know uh, it's not the London Eye, you know, it's not uh, I drive is not the the most glamorous, gorgeous thing on earth, um, but like just 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 watch it and enjoy it and enjoy the scenery and and don't don't blast anything. How about that? All right, that's my hot take for this week. <laughs> uh, before I get in any trouble, we'll move on to something I don't think anyone can really object to: The Wizard of Oz. Everyone loves The Wizard of Oz. Uh, we've never gotten a Wizard of Oz theme park in this country, uh, despite many efforts over the years. Lots of people um, have put out uh, designs and, and proposals. Never happened, but in 2024, it is happening in Australia. Uh, you are going to be able to follow the Yellow Brook Road to Warner Brothers Movie World down under. Um, and they are going to put together, now they are calling this the world's first Wizard of Oz precinct uh in a theme park uh and it's going to include two new uh rides they're currently unnamed but we know that uh they're a uh, suspended family coaster and a family a boomerang racer um so uh from the artwork uh it looks like a um a suspended coaster um family style uh in and around uh what appears to be the wicked witch's castle 
And then we also have a uh, a back and forth. It looks like a yeah boomerang style roller coaster. Uh, that's one that goes up a hill and then drops back down and then reverses itself. Um, and that's uh, neither of these seem to have any inversions. Uh, just uh, some hills and dips and turns. That boomerang coaster looks like it is themed to uh, Dorothy's farm in Kansas, uh, or um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting Aunt Aunt M. Is it Aunt M? Uncle Henry. It's been a while. I have to rewatch The Wizard of Oz. And then finally, in the back corner, uh, it looks like a um, section that looks like the Emerald City, uh, and uh, I'm sure there is going to be uh, dining, uh, shopping entertainment um uh the ceo of village roadshow clark kirby says that the new precinct uh is going to replace what was their arkham asylum area so that was uh, themed after batman villains um and they are saying it is going to be like nothing they have ever done at movie world um and it's one of the most beautifully themed precincts in australian theme parks um so again, they are calling this the first of its kind. I, I guess the distinction is this is based specifically on the movie The Wizard of Oz. Uh, there was uh, uh, a Wicked area added to Universal Japan. Um, a few years ago, uh, they had a cut-down version of the Wicked Broadway musical uh, that ran in Universal Studios Japan. Uh, but I guess technically that was themed to the Wizard of Oz characters from the book uh, and from the uh, the Wicked books, uh, but not the Warner Brothers movie. This is the first time uh, that the, the classic film will be represented in a theme park. Um, I would love to check that out for myself, uh, but maybe in a few years. 2024, Head on over to movieworld.com.au for more info. Uh, okay, so I have somehow made it to the end of uh, this uh, <laughs> this uh, show by myself without Carly. Um, we've got one last story, big story to talk about, um, but before we do. I got to play you my intro, and I'll even play the long version, just because I'm lonely. Bringing you your top news story of the week, whether from your backyard or from around the world, it's time for the main attraction! All right, here we go. The main attraction, the big news this week is that Magic Band Plus is officially launching on July 27th at Walt Disney World. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Magic Band, as you know, uh, are those uh, wristwatch-shaped uh, RFID tags that uh, guests were previously given for free if they stayed at a Walt Disney World resort or were an annual pass holder. Um, they stopped giving those away for free, uh, but they're still pretty handy. They let you tap in uh, at the entrance of the park, um, let you tap in uh, when entering a lightning lane for an attraction. Um, well, those are getting an upgrade. Uh, the, your existing one is going to continue to work and still do what it does. But if you want to join the future, 
starting July 27th, you can buy a Magic Band Plus. And this is going to add, uh, have all the existing features, but is going to add color changing lights, haptic vibrations, and gesture recognition. Uh, and it is also going to pair and interact with your smartphone through the My Disney Experience mobile app. Um, what does that mean? You're already carrying your cell phone, right? You're already carrying your 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 smartphone. You've already got uh, a regular Magic Band. What are you going to be able to do with this thing that you can't already do? All right. Well, they have they've told us a few things. Uh, so throw these out there. Uh, see if these excite you. The first is the Magic Band Plus Disney Fab Fifty Quest. If you've been in the parks. Uh, since the 50th anniversary celebration started, you might have noticed these gold sculptures of Disney characters. Uh, there are uh, 50 total characters. Some of the sculptures might have more than one character on them, uh, but 50 total. And uh, you can use your Magic Band Plus to bring these sculptures to life. If you uh, have one of these set up and you wave your hand in front of the sculpture, uh, Tink will sprinkle some magical virtual pixie dust and you will get some sort of audio reaction. Your wrist will vibrate. You'll see some flashing lights. Um, you can also use the smartphone uh, app and uh, they have those augmented reality lenses. So that will also uh, tie into those sculptures if you want to know more about that uh they posted a little video with jody benson who uh, you probably know best as the voice of the little mermaid showing off that feature that's number one okay so you can find those in all four parks number two if you are in disney's hollywood studios if you are inside black Pyre spire outpost uh you are going to spot uh a new uh device uh tucked into a corner which is a bulletin board for bounty hunters. So what you can do is you can sign up for a bounty. Um, and then as you walk around the land, it's basically playing hot and cold with you. Uh, as you get closer to whatever spot you're supposed to find, your wristband will start vibrating and, and blinking. And then when it goes crazy, then you pull out your phone and you look around on your phone and you will see whatever you're looking for in augmented reality on your phone. And you'll get some credits for that. Uh, so if you have been really into the Star Wars data pad, let's say you have blown through every single quest in the data pad in the first two weeks that it came out. And at one point you were the richest person in all of that too and have absolutely no reason to go back to the data pad now because it's all done. This gives you a new reason to uh, go wandering around Black Spire Outpost while staring at your phone. Number three, do you remember Glow with the Show? Those were those really heavy mouse ears and then they had some wands and some other tchotchkes that lit up and had flashing colors and if you went to see performances of certain Disney Nighttime Spectaculars, uh, World of Color out in California, that's where they came, first came out. Um, they did them for the fireworks uh, in both both coasts. Um, 
so you wore these and you are part of the show you're blinking and you're part of the show except you're wearing those on your head so you can't see that you're part of the show uh so you can either hold your hat in front of you or uh you can hope that a lot of people around you uh bought them uh so you can watch them enjoy it so that's back but now instead of being up on your head or a large object that someone's holding up that you can see uh it is on your wrist which hopefully if you are watching fireworks um your arms are down at your side or around a loved one's shoulder and hopefully not in the air blocking the view of the people in front of you but uh you are going to have your wrists uh, vibrating and flashing colors in sync with the fireworks so these are uh oh also they hook up with the beacons of magic uh which are the icon in each park has a little projection show that happens on select nights so yeah um if this all sounds good to you all you need is 34.99 plus sales tax and you need to head on over on starting on the 27th to the, the magic kingdom epcot hollywood studios animal kingdom or disney springs uh there is going to be one uh or two stores in each park that's going to have these on opening day uh you're also going to be able to order them at shopdisney.com but uh if, if you want to have them in your hand on opening day i, I I guess you're going to have to probably line up with a bunch of eBay resellers uh, in in the park. So here's the deal. Uh, writing about theme parks and, and what the theme parks are doing is kind of my job. I will probably wind up getting one of these. Uh, they do come in different themes. Um, there is uh, a couple in the 50th iridescent uh anniversary logos um which i don't really consider all that attractive um there's one that says mom i probably will not be wearing that one uh, but they do have some that are kind of basic black mickey and uh i am curious to see the retro styled ones uh they've got one here that's got a uh vintage 70s style walt disney world logo so you know, I, I can get into that. Honestly, I have more magic bands than I possibly know what to do with. I actually, uh, you know, behind me in the background here, there there is uh, a pile of them just all linked together into an endless chain because for a while they just gave them away like candy. Um, I don't I don't need another magic band. Um, I'm also curious. Uh, you know, I have magic bands now that are four or five years old that still work perfectly fine uh, because they uh, have very little power consumption. Um, I'm curious with the lighting and the vibration, uh, are you going to have to recharge your magic band or are you going to have to change the battery on your magic band? Or are you going to have to buy a new magic band every year because they are not uh, replaceable, you know, rechargeable batteries? Um, I, I don't know. I still have questions. Uh, let's see what we got. Um, so in our comments, uh, Michael is enthusiastic about everything. And Michael is very excited for the Magic Band Plus. Uh, so Michael will be picking one up. Uh, but Kathleen 
she's already got three bands. She's happy with what she has. Um, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, you know, obviously, uh, our, our job, uh, here is to, to take, take the bullet for you, take one for the team. Um, so I'm sure at least a, a couple folks on our team are going to be picking up magic band pluses. I mean, knowing, knowing Carly, they're going to send her a fashion selection of them to pick from, um, so that she can model them. Uh, <laughs> they do that for her, not me. So ho hopefully she will be able to fill us in. Um, but I think that's just about all I got to say uh, about Magic Band Plus. Um, now, uh, before I wrap up here, obviously, uh, there was more stuff happening this uh, week. Um, the grand opening of Avengers Campus uh, was at Disneyland Paris. And, uh, you know, obviously, we had hoped uh, Carly would be here and telling us all about the details of her amazing trip. Um, but uh, the Wi-Fi just was not cooperating with her. And uh, rather than have it be really awkward and staticky and delayed, we will just uh, make some time uh, and uh, get her whole lowdown on her trip from her next time, hopefully. Um, also, uh, you know, there was some news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con breaking news just, you know, last night, this morning. Um, we're going to have, I'm sure, plenty of stuff posted on that shortly. Uh, and uh, we'll catch up on some more of that. Uh, I personally watched all of the new Marvel trailers, and I'm extraordinarily excited for Wakanda Forever. I think that was one of the most beautifully cut trailers that, that I've ever seen. Uh, did not give away anything at all about the plot still don't know what happened to t'challa but uh i i am ready to take that ride um and i i'm more excited for she hulk um i i know a lot of people really did not like the first teaser trailer um but i the i i thought the uh the new trailer for she hulk has a lot of potential uh super thrilled about uh daredevil coming back really interesting uh developments for phase six of the whole marvel cinematic universe so um yeah exciting stuff from comic-con happening um that uh is going to be on our website i'm sure and also uh we'll maybe chat a little about it next week when carly is back um uh and you know before we sign off as i was talking here um uh, Paul had the million dollar question, of course, when it comes to those magic bands is what happens if you are in the middle of your day in the park and your magic band plus dies? Uh, we all know how traumatic it can be if you are uh, using Genie Plus and Lightning Lane and your uh, smartphone's battery dies. Um uh, but uh, at least you can still get into the park with a standard magic band because those use negligible power. Uh, what's going to happen with these new bands? It will be a very, very interesting thing to see. So uh, I guess I will be picking my first one up soon and uh, reporting back. All right. Um, well, before we go, I just want to uh, remind everyone once again to please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a rating on Spotify. It really helps us get the word out. 
If you want more coverage uh, from all of us uh, and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, uh, you can find Carly at Carly Caramana on Twitter and Adventures by Carly on Instagram. Uh, I can be found at the UG series on Twitter, at the Unofficial Guides on Instagram, and at theunofficialguides.com, where you can pick up copies of my books. And of course, you can find the whole team from Attractions at attractionsmagazine.com, at Attractions on Twitter, at Attractions Magazine on Instagram, and on youtube.com slash attractionsmagazine. Whew, that's a mouthful. Well, until next week, I hope that you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. And we will both see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.